I feel like we are at a point in, we could say, our planet consciousness evolution as a planetary family, as a human mm -hmm. species, where it's not no longer sustainable to try and build a business based on what you think you're going to work, what's going to work money-wise. Oh, I got this great mm -hmm. idea. I could pay it, bet I can make a million. But is your heart in it? No. So why mm -hmm. are you doing it? Really connecting in with your deepest values. From the women I work with who tend to be very spiritual, they feel it's a spiritual calling, their service. They must mm. be clear on what that is and find the right support for that. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Shahid Durrani. Today we have with us Don Delvecchio. Don, for more than 38 years, has been dedicated to spiritual and practical services in the world. Wow, Don. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you, Shahid, for having me. It's really nice to meet you and to be speaking with you this morning. I already can tell you're a very nice speaker. Oh, thank you. I was gifted with have, a clear voice. Have you worked on it or is it something natural? I've been talking a lot. I can remember my yeah. grandmother telling me to slow down when I was little. I think I was gifted yeah. with it. And then I've done a lot of talking and interviewing over the years. Part of my business has been conducting summits, which I would interview 30 women for one summit. But oh. yeah, it's something that was a gift that I then worked on and cultivated. I used to be a martial arts teacher. I've used many opportunities to speak and even a TEFL teach English as a foreign language teacher for yeah. a while overseas. So learning how to speak slowly and clearly has been part of my journey. Wonderful. So I know that you work with women entrepreneurs or women in general. What did you find as the most common spiritual challenges they face on their journey to success as an entrepreneur, a woman entrepreneur? Great question, because there's a list of them potentially. Confidence yeah. is the first thing that comes to mind. This is something I love to share with people. Unless you were born into an entrepreneurial family and really grew up with conversations and that mindset at the dinner table, et cetera, and especially if you had a father who really mentored you in that way, or perhaps a mother, you have to develop a mindset of being an entrepreneur, which is very different than yeah. being an employee. And that was my journey. So I think sometimes we attract the people that we can most offer information to because of our own journey. And confidence, fear of failure, which, you know, as an entrepreneur, failure is essential. That's how we learn. Yeah. So this fear of making a mistake, and that's part of the confidence piece. And then the other piece is not having marketing savvy, which was what my Amazon bestseller book was about. It was for spiritual entrepreneurs and spiritual business owners, healers, holistic practitioners, who were doing things like they might be a multimodality healer or a reader or some have some gift or series of gifts. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to start my business once I build my website. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> you hire people to build your website. So it's this mindset's not enough confidence. And yet 
not enough clarity to recognize mm. what, if your gifts are A, you don't do B. And if you're not trained as an entrepreneur, you get coaching and training. Yes. So what agree. I would see a lot is people, they don't want to spend the money on coaching. So they flap around for weeks, months, year, or usually years, doing the wrong things, putting the wrong things yeah. in the wrong place. So those are some of the main things I've seen. I would say for many women in particular, the marketing and the sales, and I, myself included, how difficult that was to ask for the sale, to put yourself mm. out there, to say, hey, I've got something of value. If I don't tell you about it, then you don't know. Mm. And seeing marketing is smarmy. Oh, I don't want to do that marketing thing. I think there's mm. a lot of healing that needs to be done for the healers who are called to service and yet feel obstructed because, the, oh, I don't want to just be a salesperson, the bad rap of sales and marketing. We do so much damage with our own self-talk. Sometimes Gosh. we have so much capabilities locked up that we just accept the end as not able to do it right from the get-go, which should not be. You should have a broader view and be open and bring that confidence when you don't have that confidence by asking for help. There's nothing yeah. wrong with asking for help. Yeah. And I think that is key. I ended up investing oh, the equivalent of my mortgage probably in, not that I have a huge mortgage, but in coaching over the years, we're talking a couple mm. hundred thousand perhaps, because I figured out through some, making my own mistakes that if I didn't invest in training, not just coaching for mindset, that was part of it. There were practical skills, learned how to launch programs and copywriting mm. and many things. And if I didn't have those skills then it would be very difficult for me to be where I am now. I wouldn't be. Mm. And it's not like I'm saying, oh, okay, you're new. You have a vision, something you want to do. Go ahead and slap down 200,000. No, you do it step mm. by step, but you do it consistently yeah. until yeah. you're at a point where you feel like, okay, now I need some spot coaching here or some guidance here for restructuring my business as I go to the next level or that kind of thing. But initially... Again, unless you've had a, an entrepreneurial mentor as a parent or an elder or somehow fell into that in your work life, get the training for the mindset, yeah. for the skill set, for the whole understanding of what it means to be yeah, running your own I business. Agree. I agree. I can resonate with that. I also invested close to 100. And before that, I wasted so much time and energy because my ego was so strong that I can do it all. I could figure this out. And mm -hmm. the time I would spend trying to figure things out and losing, I would lose more money just trying to do it myself without getting that help. Really good point there. Can you share with us how spirituality plays a role in helping women entrepreneurs align their goals with that deep sense of purpose. Thank you so much for this question. Oh. And let me just, sometimes I like to just tune in to be clear. Yeah. I feel like we are at a point in, we could say our planet consciousness evolution as a planetary family, as a human mm -hmm. species, where we are no longer, it's not no longer sustainable to try and build a business based on what you think you're going to work what's going to work money-wise. Oh, I got this great mm. idea. I could pay it, bet I can make a million. But is your heart in it? No. So why mm. are you doing it? So really 
connecting in with your deepest values. For the women I work with who are, are tend to be very spiritual, they feel it's a spiritual calling, their service. They must mm. be clear on what that is and find the right support for that. So this is that it's like the marriage of the left and the right brain, because you do have to mm. apply the left brain practical, as we were just discussing. But you have, so in other words, let me use the example of marketing. I was a professional copywriter also for many years. Now I just write it for myself. So I was trained in all the traditional copy, like the long copy sales page you used to get in the mail with all mm -hmm. the arrows and the, the triggers and the call to action <laughs> and all that stuff. So that's deeply inside of me. And to write as a spiritual entrepreneur myself from that pure left brain place would be so out of alignment. I don't think I would mm. get one client, right? Because Good of the people I serve. I had to bring that and blend that with my heart, with my truth and my own, what is it that I have to say? How am I in service? Why am I in service? And so it's, it's something, it's an organic process of learning, growing and weaving these together, your message, mm. your, your intention. But if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you're like, okay, I'm, a he I'm an energy healer and an art therapist, and I don't want to do any of the marketing stuff, so I'm just going to put up a website and tell everybody about my gifts. Forget it. You're not going to sell it. You've got to bring in both. So deeply connecting with your values, how you want to be in service, and then applying that the things that we know work and softening it in a way that aligns with your own values. I know I'm talking Very a lot cool. about this, but no. I hope that makes sense. It completely makes sense. Sometimes when we don't have that alignment, we allow past conditioning to dictate where we're going and not infuse in the situation that we're in. Also, here's another thing, going back to the, the whole thing of getting support and coaching, when we're not aligned, if we're in a place of, let's say, financial desperation, we're really afraid. We know we have this lack. stuff. We've been trying to work it with the lack energy. It's getting scary. We can reach out to the wrong mentor, coach, or guide yes. because we're in so much pain. And then we'll get more misguidance on how to message, how to approach that. And we'll pull ourselves further away from that alignment. And that was my journey. That was part. And I learned from it and I see it as a gift now, but it was a hard lesson to learn. It was a school of hard mm. knocks lesson. Can you share some specific practices like women entrepreneurs can do to kind of incorporate in their daily life to achieve greater success in their business? For the business success aspect, we're going to start with the foundational assumption that they have their spiritual practices, whether that's meditation or prayer or journaling or yoga. Say they don't. If they don't, that's first, right? We have to create the foundation connected with our truth, with our spirit. So whether that's reading an inspirational book first thing in the morning and before you go to bed or meditation or yoga, there's got to be that way to have access to your inner voice, to whatever you want to call it, higher guidance, the divine, whatever name you want to call it, that part of you, the soul that is beyond this personality's journey. So that's first being able to feel, receive, discern that even if subtly at first. And that connects you more with your values. Like, why do I want to be a chiropractor? 
oh, I just think it's a good doctor career? Or do I want to help people in an alternative way with their bodies? And why is that? And so getting in that connection and what's even higher than that? I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave this planet knowing that I've helped people. So you're establishing and getting clarity on your values. And then you have to put the time in, the discipline. This is another place where sometimes people who are very spiritual, so they have all that foundation already, they're maybe very right-brained. That discipline, here's we're back to that left brain, right brain marriage thing, the weaving of them together. The discipline that says, I'm going to put in the hours. I'm not going to own my way into a client base of 500. I have to put the hours in and I have to delegate to, I'm not a website builder. I'm not a tech person that's going to lock, set up the back end. I'm not a secretary to pick up the phone. You got to delegate. So it starts with the alignment of prayer, meditation, spiritual reading, journaling, asking yourself the deep questions. And also questions like, do I have fear of failure? What's the worst thing that could happen if I fail? Am I going to die? Is everyone going to put my picture up on Facebook and make fun of me? Unlikely. So getting clear on your fears too is part of that. And then putting in the time and the learning and the education for the practical. How do I build this foundation? How do I build this empire or this business from a foundation up? The foundation comes in first, then the walls and learning what those are, not just thinking because you read one book about it. We tend to read, but I feel like it's that same situation with our education system, not to put it down or anything, but read, remember, repeat, but you have to become the material to see the changes. Absolutely. My husband has a saying, he goes, you could read all the books on running that you want, but until you put the running shoes yeah. on and you get out there, you don't really know what running is. That's and that's well why said. failure is, I think that's an important message. It's okay to, yeah. yes. it's okay. fail fast. Yeah. Don't drag yeah. it on for three years. I heard this before and I use it too. They say failure is success tax. You have to pay it. There's that thing of, of who was it who invented the light bulb who said, how was it to fail a thousand times? Mm. He said, how did he say it? He Something along the lines of, oh, I didn't fail a thousand times. I made a thousand learning. I forget. I am Yeah, something around learning. Yeah, it was like yeah. there were a thousand practice runs before yeah. I succeeded in inventing the light bulb. So done for a woman entrepreneur or any entrepreneur to embrace and experience inner growth, how can that help them face challenges better? When we do inner work, when we develop a deep and rich inner spiritual life, the saying goes, let go, let God. And again, don't let the word God put you off. You can call the higher force, higher self, goddess, spirit, guides, angel, whatever works for you. If we don't have that, we end up defaulting to our ego. And our ego mm. is the construct, it's a false construct that's based on whatever beliefs we installed and the adults around us installed when we were little. So if you've had a lot of stress, like for me, I came from a very working class family. So the installation in my ego was scarcity and poverty and fear of that and just get a job. Just get a job. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like it. So that would be the default when I had to learn to go to a higher power to say, I'm trusting that the divine is guiding me. My higher self is showing me that I am not meant 
to be a, a person working in a cubicle for another person's business. Some people are, nothing wrong with that, but I'm not. But if I keep operating from the ego that says, oh my God, you better make some money. Just do whatever it takes. Just keep working at this thing you hate. Then I will never rise up to actually be in service in the way my soul was designed to. So it's actually essential for us to root into our higher purpose. Otherwise, ego will come in and tell you whatever nonsense it made up when you were two, three, four years old, just to feel safe and accepted by your family. It holds you back in a big way. There's so much potential locked up in a human being. Yeah. And you know, when we allow the past experiences or conditioning, whatever you want to call it, to have that control over what we potentially can achieve, it becomes a very frustrating journey. Like we tend to start shifting towards get mentality and that force and that feeling. I remember I used to wake up in the morning. First thing I would do is just check my phone, the emails. There'll be one email in there just emotionally would draw, drain me. It's life. Yes. I was so outside in. And it would have an effect on me the rest of the day on my production, what I was doing, how I was dealing with people, traffic problems, other people, everything would just piss me off. So I just look back at that and I would say I was doing a lot more, but was I really doing? What was I doing? I didn't have that power behind the actions that I was taking. The outside in is a beautiful analogy. I feel yeah. it's the same that what I'm saying here, it's like the ego yeah. looks outside and even the thing of, well, yeah. I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to have a mansion and a yacht or whatever your yeah. outside dreams are. But the mm. more you chase out there, it, the less is in here for you to be solid like a tree. A tree can weather many different types of storms. And if we're constantly one, let one thing trip us up and get us all upset because we're not connected with our roots, our deep inner sense of self, then, you know, we can have five emails of support and praise and that one will set us off, will make us be like, Argh! so yeah, I hope that this has been helpful in that way of the importance of going within and connecting with spirit and self. Very much. And I want to say thank you, Don, for taking the time to come on our show today. I appreciate you very much. And it was great yeah. talking to you. Yeah, great to talk to you too. Thank you so much. Have a great day. My pleasure. Audience, thank you so much for joining us with Don here. Take care and bye for now.